Hi. Hi. <laughs> this I'm, is not, not at all scary. <laughs> no, it's like I'm weirdly nervous considering that it's probably less people going to listen to this than listen to us on record every time. Yeah. But also, I can't edit out every time the cats jump on the table or every time you say um. Oh god. Or I say um, <laughs> but you're worse than me. <laughs> But anyway, um, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, this is a very, very, very special one-off, scary live episode of Lost in the Maze, the podcast all about the Boomtown Fair immersive, interactive, theatrical storyline maze. I think I could probably say that in my sleep now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we don't know how to do this. this. This is the first time we've done this. So this is all kind of new to us. So bear with us if there are any technical errors hopefully there won't be i hope you guys enjoyed the uh uplifting music at the beginning <laughs> uh, it's the best <laughs> just don't mess up your words easy no pressure oh thanks thanks cameron. Thanks, thanks. thanks cameron that's great, great. <laughs> that's really helpful um so what's going on tonight so we wanted to we always said we we're going to do a community episode didn't really get a chance so far so we thought we'd as a bit of a wrap up before our sadly enforced hiatus um, we do a bit of a live, we'd tell some stories. We're going to get Toby on in a little bit because um, we said we'd get him back and unfortunately he's not going to be able to attend Boomtown for the first time this year. So we thought we'd have a little chat to him anyway. Tell him about what he could have won. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what you could have done. Enjoy. Um, oh, Johnny managed to cast it to the TV. Oh, that's exciting. Ah, okay, yeah, fine. Just so everyone knows, apparently you can cast this to your telly. Bonus. I assume with Chromecast or something, but well done, Johnny. Bonus points for you. <laughs> yeah, Kiza just said, oh, I feel so bad for Toby. I know, we can commiserate him together in a little bit. Um, but, you know, he just gets like another year of hype now so that when it comes around next year, he's just going to be like, the level's going to be right up there. And hopefully there'll be some more 404 events that he can go to in the interim as well. Um, so, yeah, it, it's not all lost. Um, and then really excitingly, a little bit later on, we're going to have a couple of guys from the team who created and wrote the ARG talking to us. We've already got some questions that you guys have posted on Facebook for them. Um, we're also going to take some any like live questions and things on Podbean chat that you guys want to ask them or us, actually, if you guys want to ask us anything. Go for it if you want to ask. Toby what are you going to ask us? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you show us a picture of your cat? I don't know. It's all right. One's just sat the other side of the table at the minute. They're not getting in the way. Yeah. So anyway, obviously, sorry. obviously with with having the uh, the guys from the storyline um, coming to join us for a bit, obviously there are going to be questions they're not going to be able to answer. So if we don't read out your question, it's probably because they probably can't answer it. Or if we do read it out and they unfortunately say that they can't answer it, don't feel bad. There's just going to be some stuff that they're not allowed to talk about. But yeah. You know, we'll get to that later, I guess. Um, oops, someone else. I like I get, get notifications, get no, distracted by these notifications when people join. I'm like, oh, someone else is listening. This is exciting. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so, this is a celebration. Yes. So we thought, I went, I went out the other day and I was like, you know what, I'm going to get us some Prosecco for the live stream because we were a little bit nervous about it. And we're like, surely it's going to be better if we're drunk. So if this like goes <laughs> rapidly down south, the further on it goes, it's mostly because we're getting pissed. But feel free to get drunk with us, guys. It is a Saturday night. Yes. So 
I gotta wait for this. <laughs> I hope you heard that. Thankfully, it didn't wreck the computer or the microphone, and things are still going. And it didn't scare famous. the cat, which is the most important. Part. <laughs> uh, so everyone else is already drinking. Perfect. See, there's a reason that there's a reason this community is brilliant. <laughs> we don't have to tell them to drink. <laughs> I mean, what oh, else is there to do anymore? Hands. Johnny, thank you for the champagne pop emoji. That amused me. Thank you. Excellent. Um, so we said that we would tell you guys some stories. We have had some stories emailed to us and some that were um, in the competition on Facebook. Yes. That, and sadly, we didn't get to run. We were so excited about that, <laughs> weren't we? Edmund's only drinking mead. Just remember <laughs> to drink. Remember to drink responsibly. Um, Look, Edmund, if you start like speaking in tongues and get lost in the inner <laughs> sanctum of some crazy chapel, like that's on you, mate. <laughs> I don't even like meat. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we've got those questions. If you want to pose us any other questions, um, you can drop them to us on chat. Um, obviously, we're going to try and keep an eye on there uh, while we're talking. Um, and try not to get too distracted by it because actually it's quite distracting. I've yeah, no. The same thing here. <clears throat> right. So story-wise, um, obviously we've got those stories. Um, I think one of the first ones we'd like to share with you uh, with is a story from Benji, which we're going to let you talk out. Yeah, it's, it's a I'm bit not... of a long one, this one, but I thought this was this was one of Benji's first experiences of anything to do with the storyline. And um, I think it's a really awesome introduction to how utterly insane rabbit holes you go down can be at Boomtown. Yeah, yeah. So... I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to cut out a few little bits, but mostly I'm going to tell it as it is. So this is, in Benji's words, his experience of the first interaction with the storyline at Boomtown. There's also a bit where he said there was a group of 25 of them and it was hard to keep stuck together when we got there. So a lot of the festival became waiting for people to piss. <laughs> so I, was like, I can totally, totally appreciate that. Anyway, a few of us went and started knocking on a door where we'd seen people entering earlier in the day next to the town centre stage. A soldier guy opened the door and said in a very, not massively in character way, that they were closed for the day. We pleaded to know what was going on and he told us to hang on. Next thing, someone I presume to be this character's boss appears, like a general or something, and he yells at us, what do you want? When, when I said we had important information about the revolution or something like that, we didn't really know the storyline, but we knew some keywords that would raise some eyebrows. He told us to hold on not to talk to anyone else and not to come inside until he said so in a brash, loud army general kind of voice. Oh, I should have done a voice. <laughs> <laughs> and slam the door in our face. Next, the original guy opened the door as if he was coming out to finish his shift. And he's like, oh, fuck, are you still here? Oh, you better come in. We enter into a decked out room with the army general catching a glimpse of us and going ape shit at the guy who let us in. What are you doing? They have information about the revolution, you idiot. Meanwhile, another officer is playing sultry and romantic saxophone music in the corner. <laughs> I love it. We were told to queue up on a ramp and wait behind a curtain. One by one, the curtain was pushed aside and a hand would grab the next in line and pull them through. We figured this would be some sort of interrogation thing. We were all trying to come up with fake secrets and things to blag when we got questioned. When it came to my turn to get dragged behind the curtain, I was confronted by a massive clown in full-on costume, big shoes, crazy hair, red nose, the lot. He was yelling and laughing crazily and told me to get on a little tricycle. We <laughs> I just love this image so much. We were in a small corridor about three metres long. The clown pushed me up and down this corridor on the trike, veering crazily and laughing hysterically. What the fuck was happening? <laughs> After a while, he stopped and gestured for me to exit the other end of the corridor. 
<laughs> I found myself in a room with a fortune teller's booth at the other end. I approached the booth with a crazy looking older man and woman standing behind three different coloured buzzers. They told me some psychic style stuff that I can't recall. I love that bit. <laughs> but then the man, who had an old wrinkled face with dyed hair and the characteristics of Keith Flint, said in a gruff voice, Pick a colour, any colour. I chose the middle buzzer and put my hand on it. He instantly put both his hands on top of mine and started doing some crazy spirit channeling thing where his eyes rolled back in his head and his wrinkled face distorted in crazy ways, like those professional gurners that you see putting their heads through tyres. After a moment or two of stillness and silence, he goes, Woo! That was awesome! In the loudest voice ever. And then I'm told that the path to my salvation is through the door on the right. I walk through this door to find a carnival-style thing going on with a lady behind a hooker duck stand singing terrible karaoke. Her voice sounded like she'd done 50 boomtowns back-to-back and smoked throughout. <laughs> By this point, I was like, yeah, obviously this is happening. This makes complete sense. So I went to chat to her and was offered to go on a hooker duck. I hooked one and one. She congratulated me and then offered a box for me to take my prize. The box was more or less empty, apart from a few bottle tops and random bits of plastic. <laughs> Just typical boomtown. You work for ages and all you get is a bit of rubbish. <laughs> I collected my prize, briefly continued to interact and ask her how long she'd been singing for. I caught up with some friends by this point and we continued onwards and back out into the bright sunshine with the door shutting behind us, into the wild world of boomtown and the naive faces of those who had no idea what lay metres away from them. The whole experience truly scrambled our minds. Who the fuck comes up with that and goes, <laughs> yep, that's a cracking idea. We'll do that. It's fucking brilliant. And that's why I love Boomtown so much. <laughs> I'm just going to applaud Benji for how he told that story because that was freaking brilliant. And I had to read that one because I was just like, this is the kind of thing that you tell people. And we were saying this to Toby, we've said this a million times. Like you talk about Boomtown and you tell people stuff like this. And to people who have no idea what this is about, they're like, what yeah why? i mean you don't really know why when you're doing it either but it's just this is what this is what brilliant. i love about boomtown <laughs> exactly and yeah hopefully everyone else enjoyed that story as well but i thought it was great and we have another story from jonas about his experiences with the church of noctua oh uh, yeah I no, said it right. Yeah, time. I think you did. Yeah, excellent, like we excellent. actually didn't really make it to the Church of Noctua last year. Like, we no, because sort of, there was a queue. We were yeah, talking. I think we were busy trying to like fill in the last few bits, weren't we? And like we ran around. I think we had to go and get some technology from the the mechanical people and take it back to them. But that was all kind of outside. We never actually made it inside. We to, the yeah, church. we had to get the, we had to get a can, crush it, and then take it back as a donation to the tree. Yeah, but um, this this, is, this made me quite sad that I didn't get to go into the Church of Noctua because I think this is. This sounds like it was really brilliant as well, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is Jonas's story. My favourite, most intense and immersive experience in Boomtown's theatrical universe in Chapter 11 was in the confines of the Church of Noctua. After waiting a while and donating some yield to the last tree, I entered the church. As I enter, I'm invited to sit on the ground with a few fellow citizens and a member of the church, where I think we talked about love. I was then baptised as an official member of the church, I then proceeded to the front and stood as a bearded man preaches about the huge metal birds of the past spitting out poison into the air, destroying the world, and I make comments agreeing with the man. I see two priestesses in black enter from a back door and make eye contact with me the entire time as they walk towards me. They come to me and say, I think, are you ready? My curious self obviously says yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dangerous thing to say in Boomtown. Yeah. And one of the priestesses then proceeds to feel my energy by holding my hands and gazes into my soul. I am then asked to follow them into the door at the back of the church. 
I am left with one of the priestesses in this dark room with strange green lights. She then asks me to say something about myself. I wish to be reborn without. I say laziness or something along the lines. She then opens a coffin. <laughs> this is the part where you're like, what? <laughs> Revealing hand marks on the inside and tells me to get in. At this point, I'm extremely taken aback. No shit. And for a few moments, I'm reluctant. But for some goddamn reason, I get in and say anxiously in a more earnest tone, I, I trust you. <laughs> she says, go forth with this trust. As I'm settled in, she slams the coffin shut <laughs> and there is complete darkness and stillness for about seven seconds. I am having serious doubts about my actions. <laughs> I then feel the coffin being pushed into another room. After a few more seconds, it is opened and I'm greeted by another priestess. She helps me out of the coffin and I see a man with a large bird mask standing there with yet another priestess. I'm asked to come forth and the high priest takes off his mask and greets me. He then proceeds to hypnotise me and tells me to say whenever someone asks my name, I should say my name is a child of Noctua. He then told me I was part of the inner circle and I, then I am asked to leave. I walk out of a secret exit and I'm completely overwhelmed. This felt, at the time, as if it was completely real. I let myself dive into this universe and wholeheartedly believe I had been reborn as a child of Noctua. <laughs> and then my favourite part is he's told this story so beautifully. And I mean, Jonas, yeah. that was a really lovely piece of writing. But he's just had a sentence on the end that just says, I also really enjoyed skanking and listening to the music. Which <laughs> <laughs> is just... Fabulous. Can, can, oh. you, can you imagine, like, that? you just that, that coffin kind of, like, slams shut and then kind of, like, you feel it slowly tip backwards oh and then God. you start to hear the soil being... Can you... Oh, God, don't. <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough that you open a coffin, there's fucking hand marks on the inside and then you actually get in it. They really slam it shut and start moving it around. <laughs> like, seriously. I'm really sad we didn't go into the church now. It's like your story when you first met Muti and you were pushed around on that blindfolded and pushed no, around. No, 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 that, that wasn't the first time I met Muti. That was the interrogation I had with the uh, bank yeah, security. security. But yeah, it's exactly like that. It's just kind of like what church of the. Oh uh, yeah, no, we might we might be telling that story. We might be telling part of that story later. Um, so I'm not gonna Alex. So I'm not gonna continue with that one right now, just in case. Don't want any spoilers because it's your story anyway. Um, but yeah, um. So we're going to move on. We'll tell some more stories in a little bit, I think. Um, just thought you'd wet your whistle with those two slightly long form ones. <laughs> just, the word sturdy. Like, Johnny's just like, so sturdy. The word sturdy just makes me laugh. <laughs> You're right there. <laughs> no. So, so I believe. So sturdy, very little virgin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your tagline. <laughs> so sturdy, very little virgin. That's um, my Tinder profile tagline. Yeah. <laughs> um, Right, so I do believe on line three... Oh, he is on line three. We should have our first guest of the evening. Uh, we should have Toby. Hello, Toby. Are you there? Are you there, Toby? Can you be Hello, there, I am here. Hey! Say hi, Hello! Toby. Hi, Toby. Hey! Welcome, Toby. Oh, this actually worked. I'm really... Hi! Pleased. <laughs> well done. It actually, it actually worked. worked. Hooray! I love that everyone's surprised as well. This is making me quite happy. <laughs> How are you doing, Toby? Yes, I'm very well. Thank you very much. I have my my cold bottle of Heineken with me because I'm drinking with you, obviously. <laughs> and you're not at a festival, therefore it can be cold. Bonus. 
<laughs> yes, I know. Well, I wasn't really looking forward to my warm fosses in the field, you know, my warm side <laughs> in the field, but obviously that's not going to happen now, is it? So, no. It's just everything. Yeah, all of yes, these there things we are go. happening. You can, you can go down yes. to your local park in August uh, and just have your <laughs> warm can in the t- in the park. Is kind of a... Yeah, I'll, I'll, like... I'll sit on the swings by myself or something. You know? Yeah, ask, <laughs> ask someone ask someone to kind of come and stand two metres away and just maybe throw things at you yeah. and pretend that they're acting <laughs> and it's some sort of theatrical experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, just do a little dance for me, please. Come on. <laughs> just pretend to be like a priestess and you're baptising me throw holy water at me from two metres away it's fine (laughs) anyway um, Anyway. so as we've mentioned sadly you won't get your first experience of Boomtown this year Toby as we you know amped you up for it in that episode before Um, but how did you enjoy the ARG because you you know you joined the Facebook group you've been kind of playing along for the last few weeks um, I actually, I actually quite enjoyed it actually because it was a really good way of um, getting into the getting into the story and the way it was told and the way it was built up. I have to admit, I was a bit shit at some of the puzzles. <laughs> I did manage to figure. I, I did manage to figure a couple of them out by myself, but a lot of them took. You know, I needed quite a few clues in order for me to go. Oh right, so that's how you do it. But <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> I mean, that's really what but the community's for, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is. That's why, why we have that, this community. I think that's what made oh, it better as well, because it, was, it wasn't it was just like, boom, here's a load of stories and puzzles you got to figure out. It's also being in the Facebook group as well kind of adds to it, because people are talking about it, and then people yeah. are like giving each other help, uh, like you know, um, hints and clues and how to get on with it and stuff like that, because that's really helpful as well. I, to me, that was a big part of it, because, again, I was a bit crap at the puzzles, but I still was able to sort of, like, get engaged and get involved with it, and you're still able to follow the story. Do you yeah. Know I mean? Yeah, um, exactly. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. They were, you know, now I know what to look for. I mean, I... Once you um, get into kind of, I like, the know. idea of like yes. kind of like how, how how the puzzles have worked previously you kind of get an idea of p- perhaps yeah. you know what you you're kind of taught how to do the puzzles through the yeah throughout it yeah so like i would never to know to look audience. exactly i'd never know to look at a source code on a website never yeah. crossed my mind i didn't even think <laughs> that that was a thing i could do i've learned how to do that now there's a thing i know See, how it's to an do. educational I'm... experience Oh, don't don't get me started on the education because, like, before all this, I didn't have a fucking clue what base sixty four code was. Right? <laughs> I didn't know what I, I didn't I didn't know what platonic solids were. Right? <laughs> I didn't know what meta I didn't know what Metatron's cube was. Um, what else? And and that painting, what was it? School of Eden? What was the painting? Oh, uh, the um, School of Athens. School of Athens, that's it. School of Athens. I didn't know there was a painting that's called the School so of Athens. learning about all... classic art and literature. It's very highbrow, really. Exactly. Yeah, so I was going to say, I think that's a positive thing to take away from it. It wasn't just sort of like, oh, you got to try and solve this thing. It's like, oh, I've actually learned shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean... I mean, credit to the people who who like build all that stuff and make it all because it was, I mean, beautifully made. You know what I mean? The, yeah. The, the quality of it, and the graphics, and the type of puzzles, and what you got to look for because it. Some of them are tricky, but like when you know what you got to look for, I think that obviously makes it a little bit easier. And I think that's 
know, yeah I, absolutely it's, it's, it makes it's, it more it's accessible like, yeah it's like um looking for the pattern sort of thing about what you're trying to do but it, they're not they're not ridiculously difficult that you can't keep up if that makes sense yeah um, absolutely um, and like um i think lots of people seem to agree with you as well i think um where's that yeah cameron was cameron agreed with you and then keys in the chat said i was crap but i love being helped i love being helped not fully given even if i did get that final click i felt really triumphant yeah, yeah. That's it. That, yeah. that, that's that little uh, endorphin rush when you're like, "Oh my god, I've I've I figured it out. I've I've, so, I, I've solved it." It's been bugging me for like the last eight hours. And you get that kind of like. Oh, the. Um, I tell you what, the one it was the uh, initially when 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 the cell website first went up and it was we were all trying to get like the friend and then <laughs> like, we always got yeah, the guest yeah. access and then I mean I went through that sell website because they could tell like there was anagrams and stuff like that and they could figure it out but i just kept getting friend access what was it it was the next one it was um no not friend access the one before that what was the one underneath friend access I can't oh. Oh. there's right honorable friend honored guest yeah honored guest and honored guest, guest. And honored guest. There was, yeah. right, yes. i got i got loads of the anagrams for the honored guest access i was like fuck yeah yeah i've got that there's an anagram there and i got red edges and i got all that shit and i was like there's another level what that took me ages <laughs> to figure that one out took me ages to get that friend access but I fucking did it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it does make you really get there in the end doesn't it it's really satisfying <laughs> yeah you sort of like running around the house going i'm the cleverest person in the world you know like this absolutely <laughs> Um, one, no, well, no, but you feel like it. It gives you that little rush of happiness. Um, one of the yes, things we said we were going to do was obviously we episode five of the podcast and five point two. We basically told you our stories about Boomtown, and we said initially that when we did the story, this episode where we told everyone else's stories, we'd get you back to like get you even more hyped and talk about other yeah. people's experiences. So I thought maybe while you're still on the line, Toby, we do a couple. Yep. Of other stories we've got sent in, a couple of the slightly shorter ones, and you can give your, uh, yeah, your thoughts on these as well. Yeah, we can tell you more about yeah, things you, you couldn't, you can't have this year. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Just, just, build, just build me up and break me down, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> why do you build me up? Build me up to let me down. <laughs> Thanks, Toby. It's all right, I'll you <laughs> whoever, whoever's just come into that is going to be like, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> I can hear Mark's eyes rolling from here. <laughs> yeah, I can see them rolling. From I here. didn't realise it was that audible, but I appreciate the fact. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, so we're going to tell you Johnny's story first that he sent in to us. Um, on the first year I went to the fair, they were running the passport stamp system to become a citizen. I'd got most of my stamps already and found myself in Charlie Brown's Speakeasy and Casino down the back alley off Mayfair Avenue. There were a good handful of us there on the same quest to get the stamp, so Charlie gathered a bunch of us in the alleyway along with a large group of his own mobsters. Next thing we know, the mayor herself, Barita Jose, joins us and we all make our way up the hill for a raid on the Wild West. I thankfully happen to have my six-shooter with me. And next thing I know, we're booting it in the swinging doors of the saloon and I'm shouting for everyone to get down on the floor. We dragged one man out into the street and had him kiss the mayor's boots to swear his fealty. We spent a bit of time in the saloon partying with the mayor until I realised all the mobsters had gone. I then got to escort Jose back to safety as her bodyguard, back to the safety in the back room at Charlie's, where she thanked me and stamped my passport about 30 times. <laughs> the rush of getting really involved in being part of the raid on the Wild West was the magic moment and I've been hooked ever since. 
I imagine that everyone has got a similar moment where they also got sucked into the maze. So that was Johnny's first experience. What do you think of that, Toby? So basically, he walked into a bar, started waving his six shoot around, and grabbed a man out, dragged a man out onto the ground outside. Is that right? That's correct. That yes, sounds as you do. Like Having no idea that he was going to do that either. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you did that in like a normal town, say Stevenage, you'd probably get locked up. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? You'd, you'd go to prison for that kind of shit. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, yeah, you're allowed absolutely. to do it there. I'll just go in, wave me a. Uh, Obviously, not real gun around, and I'll just drag someone out and make them kiss someone's boots. Get on the... Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I, I'm down for that. There's, there's definitely been more than one robbery as well. Um, I know that um, some acquaintances of mine uh, raided the Mayfair Bank um, a couple of years back. It's the first time I was there, and they left with a significant amount of money. Um, I don't think the uh, yeah. I don't think anyone appreciated the the um, ooh, Hang on, hang <laughs> technical on. failure. Technical failure. That's the that's, Hang on. There we go. My Sorry, we're, we're having to share a pair of headphones and Corinne just pulled them out of my ear. <laughs> Sorry, um, I was wildly gesticulating. I got overexcited. So, yeah, as you're saying, like, yeah, some of my friends made off with a large quantity of money that was, um, yeah, they, they they went in with weapons and uh, raided them. I'm just going to move this cat. Um, I'm going to tell a really a... short story, mostly because I've got, I just get a feeling that you'd like to do this, Toby. Go on, um, if you're ready. So this is Collins. Yes. To prove myself to the postal posse on the main drag in 2018, I was made to wear a postal bag over my head and body, was told to dance along suggestively to plinky plonky music, whilst my friend made love to me with an oversized inflatable. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, so I have questions. Okay, go on. What was... <laughs> Firstly, what was the free inflatable? I mean, I don't yeah, know. Colin, 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 Colin's, Colin's listening. Colin, what was the inflatable? An inf inflatable what? Uh, <laughs> was it Lee? <laughs> was it Lee? An inflatable oh, Lee? Hang on, no, Colin's just said he doesn't know because he had a hood on. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, my God. So it could have been anything. <laughs> well, now. <laughs> well, that's. Um, it's because there's, 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 there is, does seem to be some weird kind of like initiation type things like you've got to be made to do. Like I remember you told me, oh, yeah. on the when I when I was over there about having to go and pick up all the litter off the floor and make jewelry <laughs> and sell it. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is a really good way of making people pick litter up. But there seems to be all exactly. this sort of like initiation stuff about you know go and drink out of a shoe or something. I don't know. Does this is it. It's like you've got to do things for them and so therefore this is your you know you can't just walk up and be like oh i want this information they're like yeah but you've got to give me something for it yeah. and if you haven't got any money or you can't bribe your way out of it like i, I think i think the actors have a take a perverted joy in making oh yeah i was gonna say this shit. i wonder they i wonder, I wonder if it's, i was gonna say this i wonder if it's like a, like a script they have to follow or if it's just like you're given the ability to humiliate the people in however you see fit Type of brief. <laughs> done with that. Do with little of column A, little of column B. Probably. If I had to say, yeah, certainly in Mayfair Bank a couple of years ago, people would come in and they were just desperate for money, and they're kind of like they're like, and I swap like ask two girls to swap clothes with each other and stuff like that. It's like what, like it's just like kind of like uh, I think I said to one of the actors, like, where do you like draw the line? And they're like, when they say no, <laughs> consent is sexy. <laughs> 
I suppose there is like an implied consent thing there, isn't there, really? Like, you yeah. could just not do it if you don't want to and just walk away. Exactly. <laughs> Caroline said, and they get weirder over the weekend, and I think she's probably very <laughs> right there. Yeah, I, um, I think we're going to do one last story before you, we let you go, Tobe. Um, and I, Alex, go for it. I'm going to do Alex's story because we'd already mentioned Graves and the Church of the Sturdy Virgin in chat, so I think I'm going to tell Alex's. Um, so, Alex's story. Visiting the Church of the Sturdy Virgin, where I confessed some truly horrific sins at the feet of a delightful priestess. Then one of my comrades unfortunately became rapidly ill and popped his clogs. We were rushed into the church to prepare a hasty eulogy in time for his funeral, which included a ton of embarrassing references to stupid, stupid shit he'd done, like loudly making disgusting sex jokes about his own mother whilst walking in the rain at Download Festival, which prompted an appalled passerby to demand he ring his mother on the spot and apologise, eating a plate of macaroni left out. Oh, this is the second story, sorry. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> um, it's like a fine line between what's truth and what's made up, isn't it? I love you know it. I mean? uh, carries on <laughs> with eating a plate of macaroni. Yeah, exactly. There's so much stuff that has to be true because it's too ridiculous to be made up. Um, <laughs> eating a plate of macaroni left out in a damp field overnight whilst pretending to be a pig and getting rinsed in a drinking game where the loser had to snort moonshine. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we then delivered oh, his God. eulogy to an audience of random festival goers who had been shoved into the church by the pastors and then had them, st <laughs> this is my favourite bit, and then had them stand to sing his most loved hymn, <laughs> S Club 7, Reach for the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Song. I know, I know, no, I can't. <laughs> I hope they did the dance as well. Like, imagine loads of people in robes <laughs> doing the dance to reach for the stars as a coffin gets lowered into a grave. <laughs> can you imagine, though? Corrin, those... if you... can, can you imagine? Sorry, go on. So, Corinne, if uh, if uh, if I die before you, you know what I'm... <laughs> you know what yeah, That's happening at your funeral. Um, just, just the, end, the end of the story is followed by solemnly closing his coffin. He'd been lying in it up front for the whole service. <laughs> Oh and carrying God. him into the graveyard to be actually buried. Ah, <laughs> oh, bye, Keys. Thanks for thanks for coming for a bit. Enjoy your birthday quiz. Sorry, you can catch it. up to it. We'll we'll get this uploaded onto Podbean after this is done. Um, we're not going to edit it, so yeah. So you can you can listen to the rest of it at your heart's content afterwards. Yeah, I'm not going to edit this car crash. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Winner. So yeah, that was that was the uh, Alex's story of the Church of the Sturdy Virgin. I just imagine. I was just thinking like that S Club Seven thing. Imagine the story that one of those people might have told. Imagine that was their first time. About did you have a nice time at your festival? I was ushered into a wow. fake funeral and told to sing <laughs> S Club Seven. I mean, and then I, mean, I like, actually got imagine buried. That being, that, imagine that being that person that oh you come here, come into S Club Seven, get in that corner. <laughs> I <laughs> You know, like this. Okay, that is quite funny. That's that's a good one. Right, that is a good one. I think time's pushing on, my darling. So I think we might yes, yes, yes. have to say goodbye to you for now, Tobe. Um, yes, no worries. But it's been lovely to chat. Yes, thank you. We'll thank have you to actually hang out when you know we can be more than two meters away from you at some point in time. Yes, very true. Yes, thanks for mm. having me on. No problem, okay. darling. Thank you for coming. Love thank you. you. Bye. 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 Bye.
Um, before we bring on our next guests, yes, um, I think there's one story that we both really, really, really wanted to tell, wasn't there? That we got in, um, just because it's such a lovely, like, it's not really storyline, storyline. No, but it's no, a no. lovely story about like the community of Boomtown and the community of the maze, and I think we we should just tell that one now quickly. Absolutely, yeah. So th this came in from um, Lizzie, and it's it's just it, it, like the most wholesome thing that I've read, I think, so far in all of the feedback, is that uh, she's unfortunately in a wheelchair, and she went to the villa, and the first day of the villa, they had um, a step to get into their venue. Uh, and because she couldn't get in, they said, come, come back tomorrow, we'll sort it out, the, you know, no problem at all. So she went back the next day, and they, they built a ramp, to, they changed the entry into the villa so there's a ramp so she could get in. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, and she you know, said, she said, never has a festival been that responsive to an access problem. You usually just get a shrug. Um, and she said it was just the most incredible thing. And I think that's such a lovely, like, story of how wonderful the people that run this are, how wonderful the community is, um, and the inclusivity of it. I just think that's amazing. She also ended her story by earning our bucks from the job centre by showing people unsolicited dick pics, which were pictures of Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing. Um, so, uh, yeah, Colin said that what drew, that's what drew me to the festival, like the community and the loveliness, Aww. which, yeah, I think that's lovely. Um, anyway, so, drum roll. Um, time to bring in our next guest so you stop listening to our... Um, <laughs> sorry, Alex has just said, Colin means dick pics is what drew him to the festival. <laughs> Nothing about loveliness, just about the dick pics. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Um, so we have now, as you may hear from rando background noise, we are lucky enough to have a couple of guests join us. Um, welcome, Ramsey. Welcome, Luke. Hello. 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 We, we, we've got a button Hello. for this. We've got a button for this. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically not letting Mark use the sound effects <laughs> because it's just going to be that's... all the time otherwise. And Whatever. that's a bad yeah, I'm very in favour of uh, not letting Mark use the sound effects. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I just want to have the buttons. Um, so first off, how about uh, you guys? Would you like to introduce yourselves and tell us, tell us on our listeners who you are and what what you do, what you've done, why we're talking sure, to you? Sure, sure. Luke, do you want do you want to go first? Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, hello, everyone. My name's Luke. I am the art director at Rogue Beacon, who produced the ARG or you know worked on the ARG this year. Um, I'm an artist and illustrator, and I also exclusively wrote and replied as everyone's favourite character, Blessed Hedron. Oh, oh, I I was, yeah, I was going to say Izzy. No, the favourite character. <laughs> oh my god, Cameron's just been like, oh my god, that was you. <laughs> you are blowing people's minds already. <laughs> Hey, and, and yes, uh, I'm Ramsey. Uh, I essentially produced uh, this project um, and I also did a lot of the puzzle design um, and worked with uh, some other very talented people doing a lot of the, the development and, and kind of realising a lot of the uh, the stuff. So kind of working on the websites and uh, working on some of the, the kind of actual bringing these things in, into the real world. Um, and yeah, I, I've kind of been working 
uh, in some way with Boomtown for a, a few years now. I kind of came on yeah. um, maybe maybe four years ago. I'm I'm not sure. I want to say four years ago. <laughs> time is um, a relative concept. <laughs> yes, um, and uh, was was basically at the time I was uh, helping to produce the documents that uh, you find on site. So um, I'm, you know, I'm sure everyone listening on, on, on this call, you know, knows, knows what I'm talking about. But for those of you who, who maybe don't, for example, you might, uh, you might, for example, get taken to the police station and, and you might look in, in a filing cabinet and see that there are, uh, you know, there are records, there's, there's documents, or you might maybe go to a, a law firm and you might maybe find that there's some legal papers, this sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I, my first, first involvement with the festival was, was kind of creating these documents um i say creating mm-hmm. i did uh more of the kind of design side of it rather than the, the, the writing <laughs> um, whoever that was put your phone on silent don't, <laughs> don't leave it on vibrate that was really loud <laughs> sorry carry um, on Ramsey. yes and so i and then uh kind of started getting more and more uh involved with martin and uh doug who who kind of are the directors of of this whole thing it's kind of uh you know if it, it, it's very much a collaborative effort but if it, if it's kind of anyone's story i'd say it's theirs do you know what i mean or they they kind of have sure. the, the 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 they're kind of the heads of this thing so i kind yeah. of started working with them um and just got yeah more more and more involved in the maze started working on uh the apps that we produced for the last couple of years and then yeah. last year uh, kind of started doing the ARG stuff almost as a bit of an experiment, really, as a way of trying to get more, just get more exposure on what we were doing. There, there was, you know, something like 30 different crews, you know, so there, there's kind of hundreds of people, possibly thousands of people who were working on this elaborate yeah. story. And I felt that not that many people or not, as many as I'd like perhaps on site really got to experience it, but it was also very tricky to, to kind of tell people about it without kind of spoiling the experience because <laughs> yeah. you, you couldn't just kind of be like, Oh, go and play this game. Cause that didn't really work. And so the ARG <laughs> kind of came about as a, as a, a kind of early attempt to get get people a little bit more caught up to speed so that when they arrived on site, they kind of had a bit more context for some of yeah. the, the randomness that was going on and, uh, and you know, actively sorted out as opposed to it being this, I was kind of walking down a corridor and suddenly this crazy thing happened. I mean, I mean, it worked. If you look <laughs> yes, at like <laughs> last year's, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. really did. But like, you know, last year's fair, when you think about when we had the, the storyline meetup, um, and you were there, Ramsey. <laughs> yes, yes, um, I was. Yes, there was all those people, and everyone's going, "Well, where do we start? What happens? When? Where do we go?" And then, you know, there were so many people who were like primed and ready to get right into it on the first day because of what you'd done with the ARG beforehand, even when it wasn't like as planned out as this year had been. And mobbing Mr. Bliss yeah. and all the people that turned up for the tree planting, yeah. like you know, people went straight down for that to 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 be there for that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very successful, and and I think last year sort of opened our eyes to kind of what you could do with this medium. Uh, you know, yeah, me yeah. and Luke have, have have done little projects before, and and there's, there's bits, but that was sort of the first kind of serious project of this this type that we'd done was, was last year, 
And then, yeah, coming on this year, it was like, okay, we, we really need to, to double down, learn from, you know, what worked, learn from what didn't work, mm. and just try and kind of refine that to, uh, to yeah, just, as I say, just double down on, on what we did last time. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm just going to bring this in because Johnny said in chat, um, as you mentioned, um, Doug and Martin being kind of like the, you know, the higher up people of all of this. Johnny said, happy birthday to Martin. Yes, yes, it yeah. is Martin's birthday today. It is indeed. Uh, happy yes. birthday, Martin. Happy birthday, Martin. Happy birthday, Martin. And unfortunately, he's obviously not, not here because I think he's probably celebrating his evening. <laughs> yeah, as probably, best as he can. He's probably got better things to do. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> but yeah, happy birthday, Martin. Um, thank yes, you big, for big everything. Love. <laughs> Thanks for everything, um, for bringing this, bringing this world to us or helping to bring this world to us anyway. But yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Alex is like, we're on lockdown. What else has he got to do? Well, it's <laughs> why you're you're a great audience because you're a captive audience. You've got nothing better to do, exactly. Apart from noisier. Thanks, guys. Oh yeah, apparently <laughs> we're clashing with noisier because why not? <laughs> um. Anyway, um. What yes. We, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> I've had like I've it. had so, like half bottle of prosecco. Now I'm I'm gone. It's fine. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so so we we've had we, I've got some questions. We've got some community questions yes. as well. Um, I think one of the I think obviously we know all of our best like experiences and our favourite bits of the ARG and stuff like that. Um, we wanted to know if you have a yeah. Like as a, coming from the other side of it, what's what mm. do you think is the best thing about the ARG? What's the best thing that's happened? <laughs> Sorry, just before you answer, mm. Cameron's just said that was awkward pause number one. You get three. <laughs> what happens after I three? Mean... Yeah, what happens after three? Anyway, so yeah. yeah, what you know, we know what we loved about the ARG, which was a lot of it, but what was it that you guys as the creators of it, what did you what was the best thing about it for you? Um do you want to go first, Rams, or shall I? No, go ahead, Luke. Okay, so so the absolute best thing about the entire project was observing how at the end of it, uh, Julia has now done her own ARG. Yeah, um, yeah, 100%. 100%. Truly, 100%. Same, same like, for it, Yeah, I, I think that's probably from the whole team. Um, uh, you know, really wonderful, like reciprocal way to end something like that is, is to see people picking up you know what what I don't want to say I'd done but certainly had helped to do and then running with it themselves is it's really rewarding artistically and creatively to to have that so yeah thank, thank you very much yeah I'm also just, really happy that Julia is listening and yeah that's oh wow that's really awesome oh, thank <laughs> you, like, oh my god <laughs> yeah. oh that's really lovely that's really cool I guess yeah I mean they always they always say that, like, was it imitation is the sincerest form of flattery? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I wouldn't even call it imitation. I'd say that. No, like, no, no. I was just trying to think of a. Of, I was trying to think. You're of handing a baton on a little bit, you know. Like it, yeah. there was so much, yeah. really good positive yeah. energy in in this community that you know that was connected to this ARG. That. Um, well, I think you know to see people kind of run on with that is great. Yeah, yeah. like for me, it's again, it's it, it kind of it takes you back to. 
you know, kind of what what inspired me to do this stuff, you know, and it, it's kind of that thing. It's 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 there's there's projects that you know I'm not going to bore you with by kind of naming nerdy ALGs, but there's there's kind of projects <laughs> that inspired me, and it's kind of when you see your work inspiring other people, it's kind of like oh wow, okay, I've yeah. I've kind of got yeah, to that yeah. level now, you know, and and that's that's, that's yeah, was was hugely rewarding for the whole team. Yeah, I can I can fully fully imagine that, <laughs> like. I get to um, teach as part of my job, and I think that's the most rewarding. Some of the most rewarding things that I do is like making other people inspired, and that's yeah. I can totally see how that's awesome. Well, it's it's the realization that the the people that you're sort of pitching this to and effectively collaborating with are you know in no way creatively subordinate to what you're doing. <laughs> in many ways, they're creatively <laughs> superior to it, and <laughs> you know are effectively. Um, kind of, you know, yeah, out there running with it. And it was, uh, it was really great. I mean, I like a, another moment that perhaps is, is more to do with things that actually happened, you know, in, in the sure. game, for me anyway, was um, okay. seeing the Escape 404 board game um, get discovered. And then, mm-hmm. you know, people start commenting <laughs> on it and it's like, ah, ha, 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 you know, this is fun. And then, of um, course, Lack posts it on his social media, and it, <laughs> it really got away from us because um, we started that day. I, you know, this is me and Rams and everyone else um, started that day, kind of you know giggling about how we'd done this thing, and people were convinced that this thing might be real. And then, probably within <laughs> about twenty minutes, the you know random people who I don't know had started posting <laughs> and pointing out that other areas of Boomtown were indeed, oh, these are based on these board games as well. So there was a, <laughs> I mean, apparently a sort of terrifying... Alex, just said that it was him. <laughs> right, okay, it was Alex. Okay, brilliant. Well, the, the, what you did there, Alex, was put me and Rams and Ed and Abby and everyone else that worked on this into a good 45 minutes of trying to figure out who had done this other fake we spent going, who's game jacked us? Who's photoshopped this? This is obviously fake. This is obviously other people did it, oh, and they're trying so to get good. it. You know, yeah, it was just real. We just totally clammed ourselves with it. It was brilliant. Yeah, um, just, Luke, just worked you, ourselves. Luke, you actually made that board game, didn't you? Oh uh, well, well, I'm right when I say both, that, right? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, both myself and Ramsey made it. Um, like we, we, it was very hands-on. Like we just did it. Um, I, we both collaboratively designed the game, so it actually does exist. It's a real object that you see in, uh, in the, you know, in the various media. So it actually, actually is an existing thing. We made rules for it. Um, it's neat. What would you say, Ram? It's like 80, 90% playable, something like that. Yeah, it's certainly, <laughs> it's certainly, it was designed to be playable. Um, you know, we, it, it certainly hasn't been play tested, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it, it, there's a rule set. You, you can play it, at least in theory. There's, there's all, all the pieces needed to play a game. It's, uh, you know, it, it, it definitely, yeah, it's, it's, it's a real thing. And we, we kind of deliberately tried to go <laughs> as deep as we could with stuff like that to just, the, the more we believe it, the easier it is mm-hmm. to, to kind of sell it, if that makes sense, to, to, to convince yeah, the yeah. audience that it's real. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the big the sort of trick with that was to not let too much out because because we had a real object with a real thing, we could have very easily gone overboard with loads of proof, loads and loads of proof that this thing is real and all this. And then you, you risk actually 
undoing your own spell because yeah, the point is that it's got to be, oh, is it real? You know, that's the fun. Yeah, the fun I is. Luke, I think Luke raises a really good point there. Yeah, that there is this something that we were kind of very aware of is that if you make it, if, if so, if you present something as kind of obviously, obviously fake, and there's no possibility that it's real, people won't believe it. At the same time, if you present it as just completely real and there's no there's no yeah. doubt, it's not intriguing. And so you've got to kind of walk that line of just being fake enough that yeah. you get people's attention. I mean, I was pretty I was pretty certain that what was reality was what I thought. Like I I was pretty sure that some absolute nutcases, i.e. you guys, had taken the time to make an entire board game, which I'm so glad was true. <laughs> like, I, yes. didn't, I didn't well, think, I think that it was actually around in the 90s, but I thought that you were just crazy enough to actually like create an entire board game specifically for this, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which I love. I think for any, any ARG that has uh, a prominent player of it publicly stating, well, I'm pretty sure I knew what reality was reality was. <laughs> has been fairly six like artistically effective by that. Yeah, point. yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. is it. It's a, the thing is, like, there's a, the annoying thing is, there's a niggling feeling in the back of my head. I remember there being a board game that I saw as an ad. <laughs> kept going on about this so much that had a slime pot in it. I'm sure there was something that had that in, and it it bugs me because it's kind of. I like mean, that... slime was a big thing back then. Yeah. They loved slime in the nineties. <laughs> sure, I mean we we definitely again. This was very something that that I think maybe Luke may be able to to speak to a bit more as, as the kind of. Uh, Albie just said, "Dude, this. everything but, in the nineties uh, had slime." <laughs> but yes, it was. We, we certainly did a bunch of research. We looked at a bunch of real games that that you know from around the time and kind of took these iconic components and we did very much want to try and play with that you know i kind of remember this and and you don't yeah. it's just the tiles look a bit similar to these tiles and that's <laughs> where we got the inspiration from yeah, yeah. for example so it was it was it's kind of really nostalgic it was kind of inspired by like a number a number of things um space crusade was one of them ghost castle and these these kind of yeah ghost things castle. that were popular yeah, when yeah, was yeah. quest Hero Quest, yeah, that kind of stuff. Just mm-hmm. like trying to hit those kind of sort of nostalgic kind of feeling about it a little bit, but like a weird perverse nostalgia that it is enticing, but is also weirdly off-putting as well at the same time. So it's a question mark. It's not just a statement. Yeah, yeah, and and, and certainly all like all the little bit of detail on it, like the box had all the standard like wear marks on like the edges and stuff that you have <laughs> from a well-used board game. Yeah. Yes, so this, this is this is interesting. This is this is this is uh, almost as kind of a serendipity there in that we we were, when we were shooting a lot of the the video and shooting a lot of the the footage and just kind of getting test shots of stuff. We were obviously doing it in the area four four complex and it was <laughs> raining at the time and so we're kind of running around with this this one copy of the board game that, that we've kind of meticulously made and and it, it was repeatedly getting wet and getting damaged and and so a lot of the the kind of wear and tear that that <laughs> kind of helped sell it was actually <laughs> us just doing a really crap job of looking after our prop <laughs> yeah so so yeah basically what happened is Ramsey happened to it, and we'd spent yes. like, <laughs> like Ramsey happened in, in an 
inordinate amount of effort was put into making that thing be a real thing that exists. We did not have a lot of time. Um, yes. We, we worked sure. collectively very hard. Um, so, you know, uh, massive respect to everyone that was on the team with us for this. Everyone was wonderful and worked very hard um, making these things be real. And then, uh, yeah, Rams just um, just broke it <laughs> by accident. So <laughs> the only the only responses to lean in, you know, it's like, okay, now it's damaged. It's damaged. So that we made that a feature and made sure it was always visible that it was damaged. <laughs> so if we'd have hidden it, people would have found that Love anyway. It. Yeah, this is right. the thing as well is that if it looked mint, it would have it would have been right. way more questionable. So you know, if anything, uh-huh. Ramsey did a good thing, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alex well, said, I mean, "I'm more that's... angry to know that it wasn't just part of the design." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, don't and invest Johnny's, too yeah, much in make... the concept of a completely designed thing like it. That's not how this works at all. It's well, it's very yeah. responsive, you know. Like we. A lot of it is in reaction to what uh, you guys, being the players, uh, come oh, up with. Oh yeah, no, this is yes, a, that's yes, a really that's a so. really interesting part of this. Um, yeah. That actually, you know, we've I think we've joked before that we're that we've become, that we've become yeah. canon. Um, and obviously, when the you know when the sacred geometry thing happened, I was very audibly <laughs> fucked <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> But Thanks, guys. Yeah, whatever. But <laughs> could could possibly like, yeah. comment on that. Oh, um, but that aside, um, like there's definitely some truth to like it is a bit of a collaborative effort, isn't it? This oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, de- yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, we we have obviously, you know, we we have plot points. We have an idea of of where we're leading. Um, and obviously, when you're dealing with something like Boomtown, because obviously the, the intention for this stuff is that it, it results in a live event, you know, it, it, it kind of follows through. And so there are some limitations in, you know, people need to start planning months and months ahead, what's going to be actually taking place on, on the ground. And so we need to make sure that the the players roughly arrive, you know, they roughly land where we want them to. However, it, yeah, it's we kind of will start with a bunch of of kind of ideas and see what you guys pick up on. And a lot of the time, it is you know, you guys will pick up on something and you'll you'll start running with it, and we'll go, okay, we, I guess we're going down this route now. <laughs> oh, you guys are going in that direction. Great. Like, imagine it's a bit like <laughs> yes absolutely what, what really worked though like were there things that like directions we took you in that actually um that actually really like were like you went oh actually that's really awesome um <laughs> I, I think it's probably easier to answer which like which things we didn't do that to to a certain extent <laughs> so like like the obvious for me anyway the obvious really big uh one of those where something just happened because players responded to it was that I, I made the Blessed Hedron's account on Reddit purely so we could have a comment thread on Reddit connected to the uh, Board in the 90s website just to give right. it an air of legitimacy. Okay. Yeah, the, there was sense. no, yeah, there was no intention for that character. Yeah, it, it was just a breadcrumb. Throw away. 
Yeah, it was a breadcrumb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what I hadn't right. really thought about at the time was that oh, people will start messaging it on Reddit. I hadn't thought about this whatsoever. Um, I oh, just God. logged into the Reddit to see the, um, you know, various high-profile, uh, high-tier high players from the Storyline Facebook group um, were indeed messaging Blessed Hedron. And, <laughs> you know, from, from there, a character had to emerge, of course, um, to run with that. So that was oh entirely unplanned. Like, none of that was planned whatsoever. It was just done in response <laughs> to how much fun the uh, the community seemed to have mostly oh, wow. you know antagonistic fun because he was a hot like you know the, the way he spoke and stuff was really annoying and all this that was deliberate so yeah th- th- that was the wow. big one for me I don't know <laughs> so we literally we literally made hedron a thing <laughs> yes right yeah that's incredible i love it is there is there like um is there anything else that we created or that the community made like better um, or sure but, like, did you guys talk it, about that a lot it, or it, what yeah i mean it was definitely this this it, it's hard to you know pick out kind of particular instances because i would say that the whole thing was sort of accelerated by by you guys you know so there, there was directions you could have gone in and then once you picked a direction you ran with it i mean for example izzy again it would be a, re- a really good example of this as a, as a character who uh kind of initially we, we didn't expect to be as kind of a major part of the story um but you guys just loved her how and could so- you not we love Izzy, sure. well, apart- well Alex was, hates Izzy, but everyone else loves Izzy. It was like it, it was quite hard to persuade Izzy to, you know, keep working with us. To be honest, did you, get, <laughs> did you become a bit of a diva? Was she too big for her boots? Well, you know, just very, just a very in-demand uh, entity. Like you know, Izzy's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, she is kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, didn't you know? <laughs> I did. <laughs> So yeah, Izzy was never meant to be as much of a thing as she was, was she? No, no. And and it, as I say, I, I think all the way through there were these little little things that you would pick up on. But yeah, definitely, Hedra and Izzy were the two examples, I think, of, of things that were originally intended to be more minor characters. You know, we, we kind of thought you might pay more attention to the dog, for example. Do, do, do yeah. you know? <laughs> but I no, mean, apparently, I mean, we, we're in hates dogs. Uh, Toby's just asked will we be seeing more of Izzy Uh, sure I mean I I, the the Izzy account you know one core are are there you can you can contact one core you can speak to one core I believe Gordon put a press release out recently saying that there was there was plans for some sort of Izzy merch or something going on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, contact I mean, I one know call Mark, at Mark welcome to one call. Yeah. At one yeah, call. I would I would very much say um yeah like speak, you know, um let let one call know how much you love Izzy and I'm sure that they'll persuade Izzy to do something. I mean she doesn't listen to us. <laughs> I mean, Mark, you really want to cuddle Izzy as you're falling asleep at night, don't you? I want an Izzy plushie. I know. I, I'm um, sure it'd be one, one other thing. Expensive. Something else, though, because we've actually got um, we like we we we've got a lot of records of things that people said um, without wanting to name too many names, you know, along the way that were either brilliantly correct, 
better than oh, what really? we'd written ourselves or <laughs> totally wrong to the point of being quite funny. Um, and I, I, I feel I need to publicly recognise, um, who is it? Qu- Quinton Crook, not someone I've interacted with very much, but was posting on the, in the group. The um, right. Ron Blessed's uh, notes and stuff were basically just, entire wholesale copied from his attempts to work out the lock puzzle that he posted in the group so thank thank you very much for that so so basically Um, what you're saying is you're really lazy and you just ripped it off the members of the community yeah 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 well i mean of course when you post up to that group you must check you must check the terms and conditions because you know (laughs) (laughs) free for us intellectual property one kidney (laughs) I mean, basically, basically, like I just thought, what he what what he'd done, it looks brilliant. You know, like all these little diagrams and hexagons and stuff, trying to work out this yeah, yeah, puzzle yeah. that he overworked. You know, like he got it straight away, and then no, that can't be that or whatever, and, and continues along this very particularly strange line of logic. Uh, I really enjoyed that, and it it influenced what happened with the story very much. So amazing. Um, we asked a little bit ago for some questions for you guys on the Facebook group and we did get a few um obviously if anyone's got any questions right now please ask some I realize we've already asked a couple um but one of my favorite ones was just Lee who said what about my boy Murphy how could you do that to him (laughs) Murphy is fine Murphy is receiving the the best treatment that money can buy Mm. uh probably somewhere in in Metropolis uh he's resting Mm -hmm. he'll he'll be, be be recovering yeah, I believe that uh, one call have a very, very good employee <laughs> healthcare package. Sure, sure. I mean, the way the way I the way I remember it is that wasn't you know wasn't wasn't like Murphy needed help from a large bunch of people, and they just really <laughs> didn't get on it quickly enough and put him in danger. Wow, I don't know. are you saying wow. that we killed Murphy? Wow, I was. <laughs> So I'm just going to jump to to Johnny's. He's question. not dead. He's you know just it could it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> so Johnny's question was: Is there anything that we as a community missed, or anything we were too slow or too fast on? I think we know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> what were we sure. too slow on? I, th- I think it took a long time for you guys to uh, kind of realise that that you could communicate uh, with Izzy via the fan art. Um, that, oh, that yeah. we, we kind of exp- it was it's weird in that we will present things like the the lock puzzle you know the 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 hedron lock and the the you know is an extremely complicated puzzle and you guys will just kind of tear through it in hours and then we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get something that we think is like a really obvious simple you know mechanism which like okay press a to jump and nothing <laughs> <laughs> we're like right um <laughs> No one likes the low hanging fruit. Well, the <laughs> thing is, like, for that. <laughs> quite quite often in puzzles, I would disregard things because I was like, no, 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 that'd be way too easy. I'm not going to waste time on that. It, it's got to oh, be like the fucking some... cell passwords. Like, how long did we spend like going down rabbit holes of intricate stuff to do with like sacred geometry? And then, oh, oh it's really simple. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, just said, 
definitely that was something that it was it was a, a real challenge when when kind of designing the puzzles is we wanted it to be achievable you know we didn't we didn't want people to try and interact with it and and you know end up feeling frustrated or kind of feeling yeah. you know that, that, that they it wasn't for them or something yeah you know, this was it's the opposite supposed to be fun thing. Yes, exactly. And so, yeah, so exactly. It, it was really difficult walking that line between making something that was challenging enough that, that it would, you know, you guys would get that endorphin hit, but also that wasn't so, so out there that it became kind of uh, uh, exclusionary. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. definitely. It, it, it is definitely that, that tricky balance because there are there are some people's mind to look at these types of puzzles and they can get it quite quickly. And there's other people that you know, they're, 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 everyone's brains are just wired slightly differently. Some people can do things better than others. In I can't draw for shit. Um, that was painfully <laughs> obvious. Which I was doing Izzy drawing. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I, I thoroughly enjoyed the the various Izzy fan arts. That, yeah, that, that weren't just the, me pretending to be different ones, people, right? you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was good. I mean, like the, the like thing Johnny that I really liked Lego about model. it. Yeah, yeah, like Johnny's Lego model was amazing. It was, was very cool. good, and the the little felt Izzy as well. That that yeah, was really felt good. Izzy was amazing. Yeah. Need the was you cute. know the various sort of um, paint, like MS paint. <laughs> <Izzy>. <laughs> Thoroughly enjoyed. You painfully um, said that. You painfully were like, "Hasn't <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I, like, like genuinely, I really. Um, it was so rewarding to work on something that an audience is like that about. You know, like a, yeah, a lot of the yeah. stuff that I do, um, I kind of bread and butter work. Um, I, I, I never meet the people that like it, and they, I never speak to them. So, like. Sincerely, thanks everyone for being so cool. It was it was really different for me. Yeah, and you you were definitely you you were a wonderful wonderful group. It was it's so rare to have just any kind of group on the internet with those kind of numbers and such a uh, kind of low low level of just toxicity. It was was quite incredible. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, you're yeah. totally right. We don't. Um, and also the like the the sort of the, the team. The, the team aspect, like seeing that whole group work as a team to solve things was really great. Like that was really what we wanted. Um, I understand there's a little bit of competitiveness, like, oh, I've solved the thing first, but, and, and that's <laughs> fine. But, um, uh, well, yeah. Um, but like seeing the, like, the different ways people approached how to even do this was really good. Like, um, yeah. yeah, it wasn't just people trying to break codes, you know, it was people creating characters and interacting with us, you know, as characters, either, you know, me as Hedron or um, Ed as hmbrew.com or any of the many other actual <laughs> things that Ed did or any of Abby's characters that people spoke to. Um, you know, people realizing that embodying a character, putting it in the world is also a viable way of moving the story forward because, like, the yeah. story is what's actually important about it. That was really great. That's awesome. Yeah, as I would say, there, there were definitely some some interactions I had with HM Brew that were that were uh, <laughs> hilarious. Where I, <laughs> I I messaged and obviously got a really frosty reception from HM <laughs> Brew for obvious reasons. I wonder why you dick. <laughs> I'm not a 
dick. How nice. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I, I had a conversation with them and they were really offish with me. And I was like, oh, we, we, we don't talk to people like you. you know, we wouldn't want to be involved at all with you. Uh, and then I just dropped the fact that my parents uh, are beekeepers. I said, well, why are you being so like, oh, grumpy towards me? Like, I've looked after many hives. And there's like, a really, really grumpy uh, Edmund who, uh, who was like, yeah, I guess that's kind of on brand, and I can't really argue with you against that one. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, some some fun 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 things. <laughs> what else have we got on here? Um, I want to ask a question that I know you guys are not going to be able to answer, but I want to ask it because Colleen did, which and it was all in capital letters, which is quite simply: Do you know who the one is? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> that's the answer. <laughs> Thanks, Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, unfortunately, that's that's something that is very integral to to Boomtown's storyline, and and mm. so I, I would hope that you will all find out who the one is soon enough. But maybe just have to wait a little longer than than we would have liked. <laughs> yeah. God damn you, coronavirus. <laughs> Um, in a in a similar in a similar vein, um, Lainey asked, "Who is the sister of Euclid, or was that just a marketing strategy?" Ah, well, that's interesting. You see, so obviously, um, it is in in game canon that Ron Blessed was hired by H.M. Brew to invent a backstory, and in doing so, he invented. The you know the order invented the monks invented the sister of Euclid and you know very sadly got got kind of obsessed with his own creation. Um, sort of the <laughs> ultimate irony there is that he accidentally invented something that's entirely true in the world as well. So of course <laughs> it, it really is also there, but we as couldn't Caroline say who it was. Said, invented dot dot dot. Or discovered. <laughs> yeah, I think channeled <laughs> is, is, is the word. Channeled. Channeled. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I like that a lot. <laughs> All copied. <laughs> Alex, why are you such a naysayer? Well, I mean, Alex is correct. We're very lazy and we just like literally go on Google and type in the most obvious thing and whatever comes up first, that's what goes in. Seems legit. Seems legit. I mean, I'd ask you another question, but the cat's just sat on all of my notes. So I guess it's for me to ask. So I guess it's Mark's problem. Um, so Caroline asked about the source code on the Cell website. It said that the, the first message in Basic ah. before had a definite purpose, uh, a poke towards perhaps getting honourable friend. However, the following update, can you give me brains, the school of Athens, uh, a line is a breadless Breadless, breathless, breadless, breadless. Mm, breadless. Uh, length, and there's no place like home. They provided flavour, but no obvious benefit. Did we like miss a trick here? Like my my idea was that maybe someone was talking to us and they were helping us to get that. You know, someone had a vested interest in us getting that that password. Sure, sure. So there's 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 sort of two parts to that question there. And so the, the 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 second part, yes, definitely, it was our intention that uh, there was a there was a person that was putting this information there, um, and and I'll be entirely honest with you, it's even a little bit ambiguous within the team who that person was. Uh, you know, we we certainly have a, a a few kind of criteria that it could have been, but. 
<laughs> as they say, as the game kind of moved on and as people started responding, things sort of slightly changed. So we're not even entirely sure who that person was, but that, again, was something that was intended. Uh, and then the, with regards to the, the kind of difference between the, the, the two kind of types of information, um, mm -hmm. this was almost kind of due to almost like a design flaw on my behalf. Um, so initially, yes. So initially, the the intention very much was that the base sixty four would provide a kind of additional clues throughout the game, and then uh, we realised, uh, kind of a, a little bit to my horror, I realised that because of the way that I'd built everything, it was extremely difficult to view the source code on a mobile phone, and we could see from all of our analytics that like 80, 85% on any, any given day were viewing on a mobile phone. It was very clear that people would play this on, you know, on their lunch break or play it when they were commuting in and out of work. It was very much yeah. that was the way people were playing it. And we were like, oh, we've, we've just basically broken our game. Um, and, so, <laughs> and so as a result of that, we what? had to kind of rework some of the, the ways that some of these clues were provided However, we'd already set up then this idea that there was this there was this hidden text, so we couldn't just stop doing the hidden text, and so we just kind of had to move a bunch of stuff around and take some ideas that would have appeared elsewhere and put them there and move the clues yeah. elsewhere to kind of react to it. Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, we've already. I'm just looking at our notes here. Uh, so we've gone through the Johnny question. Uh, any questions that have been sent in during the broadcast? So one of them is: is is, is he real? Of is is he real? real. <laughs> 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 what um, kind of question is that? Hang on, I want is this real? Huh? What? <laughs> yeah, it's not a question. It's a fact. I know. Um, I know we've kind of talked a little bit about it, um, but. Jake wanted to know more about the Escape 404 board game. So we know that you guys made a real board game and we know mm -hmm. you created rules and we know it's like 80% playable, but is there anything about that board game that we don't yet know <laughs> that we can? Um, like, I know I said in the podcast, well, I, mean, we could, we, we could, I suppose we, we could find out more about it. We'd know more about what happened in 404, maybe? Right. Well, we've got to be mildly careful, but I suppose we could describe <laughs> roughly what the, what happened in the game if you want, Ram. So, what do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, certainly it was it was very much obviously it was our intention here that this culminated in not only the four four event um, that would have been taking place this weekend, um, but also <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, that's they, where we could have been. Yes, they also would have been. You know, there also would have been potentially other 404 events between now and the festival. And then also mm -hmm. there would have been Area 404 at the festival. And so yeah. absolutely there, there was plans to do a lot of kind of foreshadowing. Um, there was there was plans to do things like to, uh, for example, send out kind of little copies of like the rule book uh, or kind of like the, mm -hmm. the kind of player's guide, for example, with with tickets and that kind of thing that would almost act as like a program. And so there was definitely things that, that were planned to to kind of happen. But, you know, because of points to everything. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> hadn't. Went through everything. Um, but, well, I but sort yes, of meant. They're, they're... 
I, I sort of meant like yeah. we could actually describe yeah. the the board game, like play, what playing it is like to an extent. Oh sure. Yeah, oh, like if, if people are interested yeah. in that, like cool. you know. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yes, sure. <laughs> so, I don't know. so it was. Uh, so yeah. So as I say, I think the the mechanic is not dissimilar to Hero Quest in that it was a mm-hmm. you essentially had a, a kind of a, a dungeon master or kind of a game <laughs> master who uh, controlled uh, the the infected and who essentially assigned where the doors were on the board. So essentially, if, if you look at the board, you'll notice there's no doors. Uh, so there's actually little kind of cardboard doors. Um, yeah, like, little stand like, yeah. Yeah, exactly, little doors. And we had kind of a locked version and an unlocked version. So there was like a, a mechanic for like lock picking that we, we mm-hmm. invented. Um, and essentially the, the idea being that your you as a player uh, could move much, much faster than uh, than the, the the kind of infected, but they there was a lot I more think maybe of them, I, like a it should we should yeah. maybe start with the objective of the game and <laughs> like mm, mm, mm. yeah so the, the uh, essentially you had to get to the central column yeah which uh, is the like uh, the reactor the core of the reactor yeah. which yeah, yeah, is yeah. you know becoming this kind of toxic sludge infested infested is the wrong word um it's generating lots of toxic sludge um you know which is a problem and you're stuck in this 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 like nuclear power station type compound and uh yeah you needed to get to the center right yeah and then once you get to the center you essentially need to reach into the slime and it's almost kind of like a uh kind of like a a, a black ball white ball kind of thing mm-hmm. where essentially you, you you kind of there's like a certain number of kind of correct tokens and lots of incorrect tokens and you essentially get stuck okay. there until you can get the correct uh, access code for the <laughs> helicopter, and then uh, you basically right. need to move okay. to the, the 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 there's a a game piece that represents the the kind of helicopter pad that again the the games master can kind of hide in one of the rooms, and so once you've got the the mm-hmm. access code, you then need to get to the helicopter pad, hide a heli- and you can then you can then hide a helicopter pad in a room. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it, it was nice. Well, obviously, you know, the, the roof of this building's blown out, right? So, wow, well, okay, the, the helicopter um, can hover and drop a, you know, drop um, a ladder or a, a, a line down, but obviously, you need to tell it the location to go to. Um, <laughs> the, the mechanic was um, a little bit like if anyone ever played, um, oh, the name of it escapes me now. The the game that had the gatekeeper in it. We put a video in the uh, VCR, you know, the video player. Oh, uh, nightmare or atmosphere? Nightmare, right? I think it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, atmosphere, yeah, 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 atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, in atmosphere, yeah, yeah. you sort of write down your fear, and they will get mixed in the middle, and you pull them out. And if it's the mm-hmm. wrong one, you if it's your fear, you lose the game, sort of thing. It was that kind of mechanic where the intention was to funnel all the players, you know, on the board to the middle of the thing with a taking turns dipping their fingers in slime basically because we thought it was funny um (laughs) what isn't clear here is that there is very much like hero quest or or even dungeon dragons or something like that or space hulk one of the players is and is um an antagonist who plays plays the infected so that's why there's like um if if you look in the in the video of of tim of you know of who definitely was for real tim wells 
um, <laughs> film in the box. Wait, he was There's like a school of this. Yeah, no, he was. He just said he definitely was. Um, there's like a screen you can see, and that's that's so the 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 game master can assemble all the different pieces of the different infected that are about to attack the players behind the screen. And oh, nice. That yeah, yeah you're playing hide, against hide his maps and yeah, hide the maps, hide the oh, dice yeah. rolls that you don't need to know the outcome of that could be you know perhaps aren't being um, honestly uh, two quite fun questions that, that we've been asked. asked. That, that is the meanest thing as a DM is to just randomly while people are playing, just roll a dice and just like, <laughs> yeah, and then just carry <laughs> them <and> play. <laughs> you're there going, what the fuck's going on? What's happening? How am I going to die now? <laughs> Rocks fall, you're all dead. Oh. Um, two things, <laughs> critical 20, it's Mark's fault. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Still traumatised by that trip to 404. <laughs> <laughs> um, Two questions we've been asked. One from Cameron was, would this game have been playable in a secret room at Boomtown? Ooh. Which is really cool. Um, and Alex has asked, Ooh. can we do it online as a drinking game? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know about the, uh, the, 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 the second one. I'm not sure how, how we adapt the rules to a drinking game. Uh, we can, I'm sure you guys might be able to kind of homebrew it or something. Um, and yeah, would, there, <laughs> would it would it have been playable? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, would it, would it have been playable at, on site? Uh, it's entirely possible. Uh, yeah, yeah, entirely possible. <laughs> if you look at the um, like, I can't confirm or deny anything. Obviously, that would be foolish. Of course. But if of course. if you look at the the cover of the box, some of those zombies look a lot like some of the zombies in some of the photos. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. Don't know about that one. Ooh. Um, moving on slightly from 404, Evie asked um a question about the other characters that have got like social media accounts and things like that. Those with Instagram or Twitter who were not sort of so directly involved. How much were they told? How much did they make up as they went along? Um I mean, she asked whether we could meet Ron and give him his condolences, but I guess the one I'm thinking about is like, like last year with Mr. Bliss. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, so, obviously, like Mr. Like Mr. Bliss was such a, a huge, huge part of our, you know, of IRG last year. Yes. So, for example, with in general, the way that uh, that this stuff tends to be be put together is there's a whole bunch of different crews. Um, and so, for example, you will you will quite often have uh, each venue is essentially curated by an entirely different crew to the venue next door. Sure. Um, and then you sometimes will get kind of larger crews that may have a group of venues, but it's it's a huge collaborative effort. And so generally the way with that sort of stuff will work is that we will do we'll workshop stuff, we'll have kind of a high concept overview but mm. people are very much responsible for for their characters so so uh you sure. know you know we won't necessarily write a bunch of characters for a particular venue or for a particular <coughs> crew or tell them kind of how they should be representing themselves it's more this is kind of the overarching story we're trying to tell how mm. do you think you you would fit into that yeah. and then it's kind of like a feedback loop where you know they, yeah. they'll come up with ideas, we'll come up with ideas, and, and we'll kind of feed through. So, 
a lot of the time it's less that they it's more often them telling us information than us necessarily telling them if that makes sense yeah. it's very similar to how we ran the game with you guys um if that makes sense rams like it that mm-hmm. that feedback mechanism of like adapting the story adapting the narrative to what the players are enjoying and seeing good at is kind yeah, of similar also, to working with the other characters you know they're yeah, going to do them because you've got to remember because we're doing this leading towards you know uh you know, this character for example may be physically performed that yeah. they may be they might have some great idea for for some physical effect or for some something that they want to realize on site and so we need to then set that up more than it's a case of uh, them say, us saying to them okay so here's the story this year this is who you know etc etc mm. But but all like a, a lot of that was was what made last year technically for me going up and talking to Bliss and mm-hmm. we'd formed that kind of like relationship. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, the fact that you can have a conversation with someone on Instagram beforehand <laughs> and then you get mm. to the fair and they remember that whole conversation and you actually yeah. have that relationship. Yeah, that's right. definitely, definitely one is, of those. This is again one of the advantages to it being controlled by the crews is that it's mm. not like we need to then uh you know brief someone on okay well here's here's the plot points they know what the plot points are because they they've been playing the the you know they've been interacting with the story right alongside everyone the whole time yeah yeah We're effectively exactly. like um a, a ringmaster in a in a circus and you know the the acts performing in a, the various acrobatics and stuff they know what their act is what you do is make sure that runs as a whole experience and sort of see what they want to do almost and, and cater to that. It's, it's, it's quite, it's quite um, ground up in a way. And yeah, another thing is that it's because as Ramsey said, it's, it's kind of very cruise based. Um, mm. A lot of, it's very, very hands-on for those people. So like if you've been interacting with a character um, online via Instagram, you know, whatever, the, the chances are that that the person embodying that or the, indeed just the person is the same person you were speaking to or, you know, part of yeah, the same yeah. very closely knit team. Which it's, is incredible. That's how it runs. That's how it yeah. works because without yeah. that, it would, you, you would struggle. So, Yeah, definitely. And it really, that's the kind of thing that properly increases the immersion and makes it more real mm-hmm. is having that interaction across before the festival, during the festival, after it, all of it together. Uh, and, it, and it's definitely that, that kind of thing that makes it that just that little bit more special. Like, it's just the... Yeah. Um, Alex asked, was Lack genuinely puzzled by the board game <laughs> stages? <laughs> oh, yes. oh, well, yeah, we, we, we were genuinely puzzled by the board game stages. You've yep. got to understand that, yeah, the, 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 <laughs> yeah no, certainly there was there was confusion within our team as to what was real, what was photoshopped, what, what was, what was people essentially working us. Um, And then certainly in the office, there was even more confusion um, because obviously we, you know, when we were explaining to the office that, you know, we weren't quite sure what was real. They obviously assumed that that was us working them. Yeah. And so it yeah. became this big, this big meta thing where no one really knew what was going on. Nice. Like for sure so that, 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 re- that sector six 
the Sector Six board game. Like I said, when I saw that, it just uh, nah, you know, nah. Someone <laughs> nah, made that. It's nah, so <laughs> it's so similar. Like even like the the zombie sort of characters in the wasteland had the same color like overalls on and stuff. And obviously, yeah, once once you are yeah, through yeah. that experience and like you've, you you kind of the madness has, has settled. You realize, oh, this is a really standard color for those things to be. It's it's just like a se- a sequence of coincidences. But the magic of it is that you don't think that way at all while you're making this thing, let alone playing it. You know, like just um, <laughs> constantly being it presented was- with stuff, and then just thinking, did did we did we do this yet? Like we did this <laughs> because it's yeah. it's a big production Ooh. schedule in a very short space of time. So you make a lot of stuff sure. up front. And then deploy it. And I've got to be honest, there's quite a few times I just wasn't sure what, you know, like <laughs> what was what was real and what wasn't in, in regards to what, what we were putting up there. Mm. Well, the, the the new stage that um, I can't remember what the name of it was. Zenith. Zenith came up and someone basically Googled it and went, Oh, that's a board game as well. And like Boom Sounds official like Facebook like page responded to me like <laughs> Yeah, we only just made this up yesterday. Like, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. There was, like, there was definitely a, a genuine moment with the, with the wider, all the staff in Boomtown and the people, the various people that work on it, a genuine moment when that thing first got out of hand on, on Lax personal Facebook where <laughs> no one knew any, you know, like only, only me and Rams and Abby and Ed had, even knew that board game we'd made. You know, like we hadn't told anyone. <laughs> so like th- there was a huge right. moment of oh hang on a minute what's actually going on here and that was yeah it was really entertaining and also confusing well, it, it, kind of goes, it kind of goes in hand with your you know your voodoo powers right the, yeah know, yeah of course the they, they did hire a yeah. lot of wizards to work on this so it's <laughs> wizard did it yeah yep. cool yeah I mean there, there's too many unfortunate parallels between <laughs> Yeah. Between the storyline and, and real life at the moment, aren't there? I think I think <laughs> um, I, I think I was giving Ramsey some sass on um uh on the Facebook page the other, or Facebook group the other day where someone said, said about the parallels of life. I'm like, yeah, Ramsey's been told to like turn it down to like at least five next year. <laughs> Put the voodoo well, away. You know, we do go to quite quite extreme lengths to provide uh, a, you know a, a very convincing experience and I'm glad that some of you have seen the meta meta ARG happening. You know. I mean, why not? I mean, like the, this uh, is the thing as well, though. It helps you because you've now got a captive audience. Because <laughs> you can't go anywhere. <laughs> this is very true. True. Which, which, which I think really smoothly segues mm. on. Smoothly, huh? Well, I think so. Try. Who's Gwen? It was. Mm. Who's Gwen? Uh. Who's Gwen? Who is Gwen? Well, we can't really we can't really say a huge amount about Gwen. Uh, but if if you'd like to learn more about Gwen, when when we are able to say, uh, if you go to picturesofgwen.com, uh, you can you can sign up there, and as soon as there's some more information, uh, you, that will be forthcoming. Mm. Oh. I mean, lots of you know, there's lots of rumours abound uh, about things, perhaps n- not quite as they seem. With Gwen, but you know those are just rumours, of course. <laughs> interesting, interesting, and also cryptic, and also you didn't actually tell us anything whatsoever in that. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was, oh that didn't was we? No information. <laughs> Maybe who knows? Oh, yeah, didn't who we? Knows. Hmm. 
Was that an in-joke way? I, I don't studied know. that. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, um, we're probably almost out of questions, aren't we? I think we are. Um, Is there anything that you guys want to say to us and the wider community <laughs> of the storyline um, before we wrap things up with you guys, at least at the moment? Uh, thank you. I think I think it's been it's been an absolute <laughs> honor. I uh, you know we we've had a great time. It's it's yeah it it's been wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you for for all, all your engagement and all your love. And also just you know shouts to to Martin and Doug, uh, you know to Edmund and Abby, uh, Sarah, Pasha, Robin, Phil, and then also all the guys who who kind of worked on stuff previously on previous years. So Greg, Sam, uh, Naomi. Me, shouts to Maya, uh, just everyone that, that was involved, or all, all the guys at One Call, uh, you know, uh, Maurice Bliss, all the guys over at Dank, Invisible Circus, just just a huge amount of people. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you I, guys I, I as would, well. Um, like, I, I, I would echo all of that, obviously, and just add on a personal note. Uh, Theo, thanks to you two for for, for a wonderful podcast, a, a remarkable experience from my end to have, you know, go from sort of coming out with this ludicrous purple prose nonsense that um <clears throat> that the Hedron would say, and then just hear that be read out as, as if it was something to be taken seriously. It was just wonderful. Um, <laughs> that, you know, that it's not often you get something like We're that. Never anything to be taken um, seriously, <laughs> Also, just you know, just uh, a, a lot of a lot of thanks to the, the various um, <clears throat> players. Uh, you know, not at all one core shield stroke boomtown hired performers, <laughs> stroke actors, stroke writers. Um, I, I, I loved all of you. You were, you were great, great fun to try and wind up. Um, I, I, I know that I didn't convince everyone that I wasn't working on this, but I, I did try. Um, and mostly Whoa, just. Isn't your official line is that you weren't a Boomtown writer because correct, you were actually yeah. uh, technically yeah. the art director? Yeah. Technically, I was the art director, so yeah, that, that is that is true. Um, yeah, and just um, you know, a, a couple of the the players that I, I I personally interacted with the most over uh, you know via Reddit, pretending to be Blessed Hedron. Um, thanks to those guys, the stand-up one being Julia. <laughs> Hell yeah. Who uh, bombarded me with stuff? I had, like, I, I didn't know because we were making up that up as we were going along. I had to like try and try and keep her happy with what I was saying. It was so difficult. It's like I'll make it a bit more mysterious sounding and a bit more weird. And that that'll, that I can leave it for two days now. Wonderful. Thank you very much, guys. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, thank you. So you. Much. I love Abby's just said hearing y'all say Artemis's name on the cast was a trip. I was listening at home like that's my character. Oh, <laughs> yeah. cool. As I say, yeah, I, I I definitely think that I can speak for the entire community. Thank you very much for your work the last couple of months. Oh, it's been yes. it's been amazing. Um and wasn't me pushing the <laughs> that button. That was either. me. Um, There's also wow. this one. <laughs> See? That's but, a, but, official. But, but yeah, <laughs> as I said, I, I can't say enough times. It, it's been it's been great fun. It's been a great distraction, yeah. um, and I, I look forward to finding more about Gwen. Hell yeah! Thank you Ooh. so much. 
thank you. Thank you, Boomtown. Yeah, thank you, Boomtown. Thank you, you guys. Thank both of you for, for coming here tonight. I mean, I know that it's lockdown and you have nothing better to do, but that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> hey, let's not assume I follow laws. All right, whatever. <laughs> You'd better follow the fucking rules. I'm a nurse, mate. Like, <laughs> I do, don't worry. <laughs> I haven't left this small room in weeks. Oh, great. I bet you smell lovely. I do. He does. He does. <laughs> no, thank you guys so much um, for okay. everything. And, and definitely as well for your time this evening, um, mm. your time for a little bit of rehearsal yesterday as well. Like, thanks, thanks for helping it make it all, you know, come together really Something. well. You're <laughs> almost thank welcome. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Our and ho- hopefully we will be back in the future. Yes. 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 Indeed. Speak to you soon, guys. Big, big love to everyone. Much love. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 That was good. Thank you. That was pretty good, actually. Yeah. That was better than what we could have done on our own. Don't look at me like that. It's the awkward pause. Yeah, Wait, I know. Sorry, now. Cam, that's two, two awkward pauses. Two. Um, polls. <laughs> so we've got a few more stories before we say goodbye. Oh, yeah, a little bit more community stuff. Um, um, so I'm going to jump straight in with Lee's story, maybe. Um, so Lee's story is oh, my favourite moment. No. After right. queuing two hours to get to see Mooty. Oh, that's why Mark's hiding his face, <laughs> because this story is about Mooty. Mooty, Mooty. You've had too much wine. Yeah, I've had a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I got taken into a back room by some lovely people and they frisked me roughly before introducing me to the man himself. <laughs> the only man that has ever truly made my blood turn cold. He asked me what I could do. <laughs> Apparently the answer was nothing. And he let me know very loudly how useless I was and sent me running to the job centre. I mean, well done, Muti. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> and his second favourite moment. Um, after running about for hours, I ended up in the saloon playing cards. I lent in and asked the cowboy the question I needed the answer to. He looked at me knowingly and produced the this is all bullshit card. And we carried on playing. Two hours later, I laid the traitor card and was slapped so hard I fell off my stool. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Thanks for that one, Lee. <laughs> Johnny said first to write a moody fanfic wins a prize. <laughs> oh, not an erotic fanfic, please. That's really oh, weird. Oh, not an erotic one with moody. That's just not right. <laughs> so wrong. Uh, should we move on? Yes, please. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, Story from Ben. Uh, my favourite experience has to be up in Copper County at the Croker Lounge. See, Croker Lounge is interesting because Croker Lounge, Croker Club, all these places that exist at the same time zone in different mm. places. Um, after bribing the doorman with some money and a healthy amount of K-cider, we made it into Croker's office. He'd asked us to prepare a song beforehand. Stood in a line of three, it went something along the lines of Croker, I love you. I'm assuming it's the tune of Grandma, I love you, but that's like not explicitly said in the story, but that's where my mind went. <laughs> now I feel old. Um, <laughs> moving on. Right, no more wine for you. <laughs> no more wine for me. Which was then followed by much erratic dancing and swinging of hats. 
Croker and his lot immediately jumped up and danced crazily along with us. And then almost simultaneously, all six of us stopped suddenly and sat down, staring at each other blankly across the table as if nothing had happened. We then continued our conversation. Gold. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so good. There's so many stories where I'm like, yeah, this is all the random shit that happens at Boomtown. Um, there's another one about the croakers, actually, from Tom McRogers, um, which is my favourite last year was becoming Mr. Croker's enforcer. <laughs> the postal posse gave me a letter to deliver to him that was very incriminating. That's the letter that I've got then. Yeah. The, the one about the slightly dubious practice of supplying women to... Mm, the one that incriminates Morris Bliss. Yes. Also, um, so after learning the contents, I decided to use it to show Mr. Croker that I could keep a secret and more than was more than willing to work for him. I also grasped up Benji over the Amy painting in the vault. <laughs> anyway, I got to have a great time threatening the staff and serpentines if they didn't show me some respect. Great fun. <laughs> Alex has just said bliss is spotless. <laughs> Who are you working for? I don't know what I said. Uh, I must have been thinking about somebody else. I wouldn't say such sure. horrible things. Never about, about him. him. Never. 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 I think the 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 last story we've got is Gemma's story. Oh, uh, what the little tiny one? <laughs> I love which is <laughs> one of my favourite because I know that she's done a couple of things. Uh, one is that she's robbed the bank in Mayfair. So there's obviously been multiple robberies of the Mayfair Bank back I have. then. Um, she also decided to liberate the animals from the taxidermy. <laughs> <laughs> How do you liberate a taxidermied animal? I'm imagining it's animals before they get taxidermied. Oh, because I'm imagining it's animals when they've already been taxidermied and she's just like lobbing them out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> just walking through Mayfair and there's just stuffed animals. Just flying out of windows. Uh, With she... like the really, like, you know, bad taxidermy. Yeah, oh god <laughs> like the really like tortured faces like but she was then chased by the the employees and then threatened with the boomtown bobbies um, exactly alex said they pay of course they're post taxidermy <laughs> but one of the other things that uh she told me that i i know that she did um that she hasn't told in the story but i will tell anyway oh go on um <laughs> she stole the seed of the last tree what um, <laughs> After after they planted the last tree, she made off with the seed of the last tree, which may or may not break the on, whole does that, of like, Does that literally break the game? Yes, does it that breaks mean the that game. the tree doesn't exist? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Should you be saying this live on air? No, I've said it. It's kind of, oh, shit. No, wait. Uh -oh. Uh, anyway. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I also just realised I threw my notes on the floor after the end of that, which... Uh, that was probably stupid. <laughs> yeah, Johnny said this is definitely broken District 5. That is <laughs> that is my worry, Johnny. That is my worry. I think Mark has literally broken the whole game right now, which doesn't surprise me. I mean, he's a bit, of, he's, he's a bit stupid, but that's fine. <laughs> Ramsey just said, oh, oh well. <laughs> so we'll, we'll explain it with some time dilation and, you know... Yeah, throw things. in some wibbly-wobbly timey-wimey and everything will be fine. And I mean, I'm really comfortable with everything being Jeffers' fault, Johnny, because that's my life. So, huh? what? <laughs> Love you. Whatever. Alex um, told me to be meaner to you. I'm just listening to the community. No, no. Right. Whatevs. Um, 
the more wibbly wobbly bits. I love my embrace your wibbly wobbly bits. So, uh, oh, do I need to start the emotional music now? Yeah. Hang on, wait. There we go. Ah, uh, see. Uh, just don't notice every minute or so. It kind of clips when it restarts. But don't worry about that. It's it's free software. Everyone just uh, start raving to this man. I want a drum and bass remix of this. Like. <laughs> So we never expected this podcast who, uh, to, to ever I mean, have been as... I need to take a story for this. Wait, 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 wait. Stop being emotional. What? You've got to be funny first. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, uh, okay. On. Sorry. Instagram photos, everyone. Wait. Oh, that was probably terrible. Anyway, that's right, that's on an Instagram on photo. Um, so <laughs> we never expected this, this podcast to get ever, like, any anywhere near as popular as it has been. Um, mm. We initially kind of said if we had, like, 30 to, like, I think I said more than 30 listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'd be happy and we'd keep on doing it. So it's oh. kind of like, you know, I, I just didn't really think it'd be that popular. Um, and now we have on Spotify nearly 400 subscribers. Four, like, we have 400 subscribers on Spotify. Like, can yeah. I can't even believe we're on Spotify. And only <laughs> have 400 people actually subscribed to us on Spotify. Like, what the fuck? Um, and and certainly to have you know the the nearly 6,000 listeners on Podbean um, across all the yeah. platforms. That's crazy. We also have a. A, a global audience thanks to the guys from Road Beacon being like featured in the Nightmine yeah, video. Yeah, thanks to Nightmine. We've got like American fans and people from all over the world and that's just like people who would have come to Boomtown as well if it was on this year. Yeah. Exactly. And hopefully will come in the future. So yeah, the like this uh this whole thing's been quite quite the ride. Um much as we've been Rather than the coattails of the work of uh, Ramsey and his team, <laughs> um, but we've really enjoyed doing this. Um, yeah, no, we really have. Like, it's been uh, even before this whole lockdown, enforced shutdown, stopping our real lives thing happened. Like, it's been really fun to to create something like this. To you know, to be able to make something about a thing that we love as much as we do about the Boomtown storyline and to to make something together and to make something from this and to make something that people actually enjoy um, is a bit yeah. nuts. Just uh, the, the, <laughs> the, like the fan mail, like the Twitter messages and stuff like that being like, yeah. when's the next podcast episode out? And we're like, we've got fans. Like literally, even if it's two people who are like, oh my God, when's the next one coming out? I don't give a shit. I'm doing it for you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been it's been honestly amazing and we are both um pretty devastated actually oh, there's that, that, that repeat see there's a little repeat there um yeah we're both quite gutted that it's ended the way that it has but i'm glad we got to do this yeah. um and hopefully we will be back bigger and stronger than ever in the future um and hopefully you guys will be with us then but i guess for now that's probably hiatus <sighs> it's not goodbye it's just like in a while crocodile <laughs> see you later alligator <laughs> oh we love you guys too cameron thank you to everyone who's actually tuned in for this whole thing you guys are stalwart legends um we will put this up on podbean on spotify on everybody 
everybody? Everyone, God. I've, dr- I've dropped <laughs> a lot of Prosecco um, on everywhere, unedited after this, so that anyone who's not been able to listen to all of it can enjoy it. Um, this would be, as we've all said, this would be nothing without this community. Um, yep. Just thank all of you from the bottom of our hearts. Um, and we will we will dance together soon. We will party together soon. We will solve puzzles together soon. And we love you all. Yes. A lot. Um, so I guess it's bye. That is bye. Uh, right, we need to do that thing that we do that we do in like countdown. Three, oh, well, like two. Three, two, one. Bye! bye. <laughs>